In the 1960s, a ton of people claimed to see UFOs and have alien encounters. Now, whether it was because they were all on drugs or it was because of this subconscious paranoia about a nuclear apocalypse with Russia, alien encounters, alleged alien encounters, exploded beginning in the late 1940s. A lot of people, almost everyone really, wanted to see and have an alien encounter, and those that allegedly did were highly scrutinized and questioned about it to an almost unbearable level. There were guys like Kenneth Arnold, Buck Nelson, and Reinhold Schmidt who were doubted and considered crazy by a lot of people. One man, however, not only had his experience, but somehow managed to escape a lot of the interrogation that came with it. And we're going to talk about him today on Our Weird World. Our Weird World. Welcome to Our Weird World. I am your host, John Henson. And honestly, after last week's episode, I'm surprised you're here. I figured you would have been done with me uh, because I'm a terrible person for recounting such a awful story. Uh, just an, just a nightmare of a human being. Uh, but this week we're going to switch gears, just lighten the mood a little bit, go back to, uh, just something paranormal and, uh, try to cleanse our palate a little bit with the story of Ralph Lyell. Uh, and, uh, yeah, you know what, why don't we just get into it? Ralph Lyell was a furniture salesman in Hickory, North Carolina, which is a kind of, you know, it's a pretty nice sized city in the foothills of the Appalachian Mountains right off of Interstate 40. Um, although he had made an unsuccessful run for Congress back in 1948, Ralph was generally just an uninteresting person. He had a relatively neutral reputation in the community, just really just I had nothing special about him. He just, you know, otherwise just seemed like a normal guy. Um, but he started hearing stories about the Brown Mountain Lights roughly 30 miles away, and he decided to check them out for himself in 1961. Now, the Brown Mountain Lights, this is a real phenomenon that has been captured numerous times on video, uh, and they still exist today. You can go online, you can see video from a ton of different people who have seen these lights up in the mountains. And, um, the best time to see them for yourself is generally between September and December. Um, there are a couple of uh, pull-offs on the highway that give you a view into uh, the mountains, kind of this gorge area uh, where you can see the lights, and, and no one really has any ideas to what they are. Uh, the United States Geological Survey actually conducted a study on the lights in 1922 and initially thought and, and, and reported that people were just mistaking train and you know automobile lights for something else. Um, but when a massive flood swept through the area before the study was completed, uh, taking out all electricity and washing out several bridges, which would have um, you know prevented cars and trains from passing through the area, the lights kept reappearing, um, you know, along these, you know, in this area where the roads and the rail lines were completely impassable. Uh, so that kind of ruled out, you know, it, that it was a train or, or a car light, you know, going through, going down a road. Um, Ralph, you know, he, he wanted to see if he could see the lights for himself. And so after several trips into the forest, he actually finally found them, according to Ralph. Um, 
the the lights appeared as glowing orbs floating through the forest uh, some of them were as big as 12 feet wide um these these orbs were translucent but they had like a brown core that was shaped like a beetle but the it wasn't like a solid structure it was it was some sort of like you know kind of in between plasma type you know substance in the core of the orb um as he as he looked at this orb all of a sudden his body began to go numb uh he started to feel like the orbs were scanning him but you know just as quickly as it had begun the sensation went away and the orbs started drifting deeper into the forest um at this point most normal people would be like all right cool i'm out i'm running away and never coming back but uh but ralph decided to follow the orbs deeper into the forest and he eventually followed the orbs to a cave at the base of Brown Mountain, which is the namesake for the Brown Mountain Lights. Uh, he carefully made his way inside the cave and watched uh, as a boulder was magically slid out of the way, revealing a massive underworld of glimmering crystals that he claimed had been carved with laser accuracy. He then followed the orbs into the crystal cave as the boulder closed behind him. And, you know... Usually when you walk into a cave and then the boulder shuts behind you, trapping you inside, you probably freak out a little bit. But uh, but then Ralph heard a voice and it's just like, do not fear. There is no danger here. You know, all creepy like that. But it was coming from an orb. And Ralph, you know, thought, thought, thought that was fine. And so he sat down and started listening to the orb as it described itself as a gas-based life form from Venus. Uh, the orb told Ralph the secret of life, which was that man was not originally from Earth, but had instead come from a planet called Piwum. Uh, and Piwum had been destroyed after humans had begun splitting electrons. And the orb warned Ralph that humans were on the verge of destroying themselves again, and it was up to him and him alone to warn everyone of the danger. All right. <laughs> and this is this is where I this is where I check out on this story. Uh, Ralph swore up and down that this really happened. But at this point, I'm, I'm like, I'm out, dude. All right. You're going to tell me that in the height of the Cold War, where there's nuclear tension all around, you got visited by some aliens who told you, like, if you don't if you guys don't stop splitting electrons and making, you know, nuclear weapons, then we're going to destroy ourselves. Come on. Like, that's pretty coincidental. And also what happened in a lot of other alien encounters uh, around the country. But whatever. Um, the the orb continued uh, and told Ralph that if he failed to warn everyone, the Venusians, uh, the people from Venus, they're called Venusians, obviously, uh, would be forced to destroy humanity in order to save the planet. Um, then before Ralph left, uh, he was told that he that he could keep a crystal from that if he could keep the crystal cave a secret, he would be allowed to visit anytime he wanted and learn even more secrets about the universe. Because of course, of course, you guys, he had to keep it a secret so he could learn more secrets about the universe. He couldn't tell anyone because it didn't really exist. There's not really a cave inside Brown Mountain. Probably, I don't know. I've never been, but now I kind of want to go and find out. Anyway, um. <laughs> Anyway, uh, a few weeks later, uh, Ralph decided to make another return trip to the cage, to the cave. He saw the same orbs. He felt the same numbing sensation as before. And then he heard another orb speak up, you know, welcome friend. 
And, you know, that's fine. Ralph was all super familiar with that. And since he had kept his promise of keeping the cave a secret, the orb offered to take Ralph into one of the spacecrafts that the Venusians stored inside the mountain. Because, of course, they did. How do you store a spacecraft inside a cave in a mountain without being seen? All right. Now, look, I get it. Like, if you've ever been out in the area, Brown Mountain, um, over near, like, the Linville Gorge area in North Carolina, if you're familiar with the area, uh, it's pretty rural. All right. You know, you can maybe sneak some things in and out, but a whole spacecraft? No, not at all. Unless you, like, have a gigantic hole coming out of the mountain. Or your spacecraft can, like, disintegrate itself and then reform outside the mountains. You know, whatever. But also, like, any caves that do exist in these mountains are not going to be super spacious. All right, they're not going to be like Mammoth Cave in Kentucky where you can, you know, drive a tank through it. Like, these are very narrow caves. Not enough for, like, a spacecraft. Anyway, I'm getting too scientific into this, and I'm, I'm ruining the magic for some of you. So, like, all right, let's 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 go back to suspending disbelief, and here we go. Um, the orb offered to take Ralph into one of the spacecrafts the, the Venusians stored inside the mountain. Multiple spacecrafts, by the way. Uh, and once inside, uh, Ralph was blasted off to Venus. He was greeted, you know, when he arrived, he was greeted by a group of Venetians, um, which uh, he said looked more like, like more beautiful versions of humans. But um, Ralph immediately noticed something strange, which was that all of the Venusians appeared to be male. And then something caught his eye. Off in the distance was the most beautiful woman he had ever seen. All right. I don't know. Like, let's figure out like 1960s standard of beauty. Uh, like, I don't know, Marilyn Monroe mixed with. Uh, I don't know. That's like the oldest woman that I know. <laughs> Who was considered hot anyway? Um, Cause I think I was going to say Farrah Fawcett, but I think that that was like late sixties, maybe seventies, not, not like early sixties. Anyway, I, whatever. Um, he, he ran towards this woman and he started worshiping her, but the queen, she had something better in mind. She took Ralph by the hand and led him back to a private room where they made some hot, sweet alien on human love. And he and like he swears this happened. He swears like he got it in with a Venusian woman. Sure, he did. Uh, when the when the two were done, uh, the Venusians gave Ralph a grand tour of their culture and told him that there were many more alien cultures that existed around the universe. Of course, um, unfortunately, they didn't really provide any more information than that, and Ralph was returned to Earth. And before they let Ralph return to, you know, Hickory and back to his uh, furniture store, the orbs reminded him that he needed to tell the world about the danger of electron splitting so that, you know, humanity didn't destroy themselves. So as the orb escorted him out of the cave to let him go home, Ralph saw what looked like a dead body. And as he moved closer, he realized that it was actually a mummified body, but it wasn't a human. Instead, it was shorter than a regular person, but had much larger, much longer arms and a large round head. Um... Ralph asked the orb what it was, and the orb told him that he could take it with him as proof of his adventures. I guess because it was a, a dead alien or something. I don't, I don't, you know, it wasn't one of the orbs. It wasn't one of the Venusians. What was it, guys? Was it another type of alien? Who knows? Ralph didn't get super specific on that one, but he took it with him. <laughs> sure, he did. Um, eight hours after he entered the cave, Ralph returned to Hickory with his alien mummy, and he published a book on the adventure recounting. Everything that I've just told you, like this entire story is taken straight from his book. Um, 
I don't remember what it was called because I didn't put that in the notes and I don't feel like pausing to go search it, but you can look it up. Ralph Lyell, L-A-E-L. Um, I assume that's how you say his last name. Didn't care enough to find out it on that either because um, I think this is just a crazy story. <laughs> but um, yeah, he published a book um, recounting everything you know in this story and he actually put his alien mummy on display in his furniture store, which immediately began attracting ufologists from all over the country. Um, even more government agents started showing up and harassing Ralph and the ufologists who visited his store, uh, men in black suits, uh, the men in black guys, uh, they made several trips to the store and openly declared that the mummy was nothing more than a tourist trap. Uh, once every customer had been scared out of the store, the men would offer large sums of money in exchange for the mummy, but Ralph refused every single time. And you know, that's odd. Why would you do that? Why, you know, oh, because you're going to be found out as a fraud or maybe you've got an alien mummy and you don't want to reveal the secrets to your secret crystal cave in Brown Mountain. Who knows? Um, you know, whatever. Like at this point, I can kind of see how you can logically wrap yourself back on the side of he was, you know, that Ralph is totally telling the truth here. Um, but, you know, here's the thing. Ralph uh, eventually died on June 30th, 1978. Uh, his furniture shop was torn down, you know, and everything that was left inside of it. And, and actually no one knows uh, what happened to Ralph's alien mummy and where it went to. And, and so that is kind of a big mystery. Um, you know, allegedly there were many people in Hickory who visited his store and saw his alien mummy. Um, but no one knows where it is today. And that uh, that takes us to the end of our story. So there you go, you guys. Nice little nice little alien story. There was no rape. All of the sex in this episode was totally consensual, and it seemed like everyone had a great time. Um, you know, there was no torture. There was, you know, there was a dead alien, allegedly. But, you know, the death here, not horrifying. So, uh, yeah, I think I think we're going to be all right. So let's, uh, let's wrap it up here and see what we learned today. What did we learn? Number one, uh, the Brown Mountain Lights are a real phenomenon. You know, despite the very skeptical angle I took with this story, uh, the Brown Mountain Lights are real. I haven't seen them for myself yet, but I've seen uh, several, you know, different videos from people who have, you know, recorded them. uh, And I plan on getting out there one day myself and checking them out. Uh, Number two. Uh, apparently there are, v- are uh, aliens on Venus, you guys, uh, and they are apparently like super hot versions of humans and they're mostly dudes except for the one queen, I guess, who is just like the just hottest woman you've ever seen. And she is ready and willing to have sex with you when you arrive. Obviously, you guys. Uh, and number three, you know, no one knows what happened to Ralph's alien mummy. Um you know, and it's, I find it odd that the store was torn down after he died and the alien mummy is nowhere to be found. Did the government do it? Huh? Did, did the government, did the government come in and, and destroy the store? And now they're, now that, now the frogs, now the frogs are turning people gay and the water in the fluoride, it's making people gay because it turned the frogs gay and the frogs drink the water. <laughs> Thank you.
Okay, sorry about that. That was my Alex Jones impression. And if you don't know who Alex Jones is, uh, you're a better person than I am, and you're you know living a better life because of it. Um, that's it. So uh, thank you for listening. Uh, next week on Our Weird World, we're headed back to serial killer land uh, with the story of Edmund Kemper. Ed Kemper uh, operated in uh, the California area, I do believe. I think it was California. Yeah. California, uh, in the 1960s, as did a lot of serial killers because I don't know, California is just weird, man. Um, but, uh, just a fun, a fun serial killer story there. A lot of mommy issues, uh, as you will find out a lot of severe mommy issues. Uh, so yeah, hope you enjoyed it. Uh, thank you for listening. And again, tell all your friends and keep it weird. The government, the government, the government, the government came in and told all of the furniture store. And now, and now they took the alien mummy and they're going to Venus. And I'm telling you right now, the Democrats in Congress, they're taking trips to Venus. They're having sex with the Venus queen and they're not doing their job. And they're letting the Republicans take all the flack. And everyone thinks the Republicans are stupid and that they're turning the frogs gay. I swear to God, they're turning the frogs gay. I will still eat my neighbors. I will do it. I don't care. All right. But I would kind of like to have sex with the Venus queen. If we're being honest, she's pretty hot. All right. If you're not, that probably means you're gay because you drank the water that the frogs drank to turn the frogs gay. <laughs>